0: Today is the day that Mick Cronin is going to make his grand entrance into Pauley Pavilion as his first game as head coach of UCLA as the Bruins take on Long Beach State. And with that, we welcome you in to a Wednesday episode of Locked On Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley. You know where to find me. Twitter, Brian Fenley. That's Brian with a Y email as well, Bruins at gmail.com. And most importantly, you can hit that subscribe button and let me know you're out there and that you actually care. And I honestly think that if you consider yourself a Bruin fan or you tout yourself as one, then you subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends and family. And needless to say, I'm always very grateful For your support. So with football going through a bye week right now, we're going to spend most of this podcast, this episode talking about tonight's game for the men's basketball team as they entertain Long Beach State. I've got a couple quotes that I want to read to you from beach head coach Dan Monson some very critical comments about his team and they're not so complimentary that will kind of give you some insight as to what to maybe expect from the beach as they take on UCLA. I then want to shift my focus to football for a little bit. Ethan Fernia, the former walk-on now scholarship guy who is certainly a fan favorite because of his remarkable journey from never getting playing time to last week having a 4 45-yard touchdown grab and having his first career touchdown in the process. Incredible story that I want to touch on about Ethan Fernia in terms of how he got to where he is today. And then I'm going to wrap up the show by pointing out what to watch for for the basketball team as they take on Long Beach State. What are some, some grades that you want to look at, some mile markers to see what this team is actually going to look like, because to be honest, there's a lot of newness to this basketball team. There are a lot of players that are coming back, but as far as who's going to play, who's going to be the leading scorer, the leading rebounder, we don't know because there's not a lot of continuity back as as far as point production and rebound production per se. So with that, we're going to get right into what Dan Monson had to say, and this was during an interview on the Fee Show in Long Beach. All right, so Dan Monson, he's been around the block for a while. If you follow college basketball, this guy is entering his 30th season as a D1 head coach. And he's been with Long Beach State for several years. And he's got himself an interesting challenge. As I mentioned yesterday on the podcast, 11 new players on his roster this year. That is unheard of. Only four teams in all of Division One basketball this year are playing with more new guys than Long Beach State this season. Just to put into perspective the absolute changeover that has gone on with the beach, and, and that, again, lends itself to, like, how are you going to scout this team? I mean, how possibly can you when you have so many new players and guys redshirting and then guys transferring from a Juco level? There's just not a lot of continuity from Long Beach State in in, in the sense that you can't go back to how they played against the Bruins last year and say, okay, they did this well. I'm going to key in on those guys because a lot of those guys aren't back and what Dan Monson said was having all of these fresh faces, he says it's really exciting because the 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 guys last year, quote, didn't get it done, and he said that's not a knock on them, and it was just that for many years now, the guys have had a big hurdle, and they've been trying to win their conference. They haven't done it, but with this new level of players it's brought on a new optimism and he feels like the team is going in the right direction and he even told a story during this radio opportunity interview about how his his presumptive starting point guard this year Colin Slater asked him hey coach do we suck and he kind of said it mentioned the story in a joking manner but it was just like, this team doesn't really have an identity right now, and I think that's the problem, and I think that's kind of the trepidation that was being voiced by Colin Slater, and Dan Monson said that, you know, there's all these new guys, they don't have a lot of confidence right now, they went on a trip to Costa Rica to, to help grow the game and get in some basketball stuff, and, and that was encouraging, but there's this like reality that is coming in for this team and it's like hey we have the pieces maybe but as as a metaphorical way of looking at things Dan Monson said that this eclectic group of guys it's like a band he's like we've got good singers we've got good guitarists but right now they're not playing the right song and our drummer's good but he's not in harmony and it's all about getting a melody going and getting all these different bells and whistles to orchestrate as one and I think that's the biggest challenge right now for Long Beach State. The one thing that Dan Monson did say was that his program is ahead defensively than where they've been in the last few years and and noted that they do have some length But he pointed out one of the biggest concerns, it's going to be the scoring. And that's also going to be a concern for UCLA. It's just that there's a humongous talent gap between the Beach and the Bruins. And while you're going to see just so much more size and girth out there for the Bruins and more athleticism than Long Beach State, And with that said, obviously there's going to be a big discrepancy in rebounding, or at least that's what I hope, or that's what should happen, because as Dan Monson said, he's fretful of the rebounding or lack thereof from his team that he's seen in practice. And then you look at what the Bruins did and what they have as far as horses, and they've got some guys that are just so good at gravitating towards loose balls and, and just have a plethora of guys that are 6'8 and taller. So if there's any game changer, I think it's the rebounding battle that needs to be won by UCLA. And not just one, but just absolutely overpowering. There needs to be a domination factor here for the Bruins, and it starts with the rebounding. As far as the football team, as you know, they are off this week, and the players had a couple days early in the week to just kind of chill out, work out, not a full-on practice. They're going to start picking things up later in the week. And you know who's been picking up his play is Ethan Fernia, a a former walk-on who has just really reveled in a chance to get some playing time. He's really stolen the hearts of the Bruin fan base with his first career touchdown and his emergence, a 45-yard touchdown over the weekend with a beautiful dime thrown by Dorian Thompson Robinson. How Ethan Furnia is taking in his progression and what he attributes it to and how he's reacting to it, you're about to hear. What a memorable last couple weeks for Bruin wide receiver Ethan Furnia, who two weeks ago was added to the fold offensively and made some significant catches. He had one on a fourth down that moved the chains. But all of that is overshadowed by his 45-yard touchdown that he caught against Colorado. And Dorian Thompson-Robinson laid it in there perfectly. A little bit of backstory on Ethan, He is wearing number 36. He is the first UCLA football player to wear that jersey number since Nick Pasquale, who passed away in 2013 after being hit by a car. He was only 20 years old, and so there's some extra significance to wearing this jersey, and Ethan Furnia is inspiring in his own way. From a walk-on to a guy who has earned a scholarship and has really come on the last five to six weeks. And he has shown that he deserves playing time just by the effort and his tenacity out there during practices. And he's always said all he ever wanted was a shot. And once he got that shot, he was going to maximize it. And it seems like every time he is given that opportunity he has relished the chance at showing what he can do. And as far as the the touchdown grab that I want to go back to, his first career touchdown grab last week, he said he was looking back after he made, or he's starting his route, and he did not know when the ball was in the air that he was going to catch up to the throw by Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And he obviously did, and... Ethan said, shout out to Dorian for trusting me, giving me a shot to make a play. And then Ethan said, as soon as he had the ball in his hands and he plopped in the end zone and made the grab, he went numb. And I think that as a Bruin fan base, you got to have goosebumps for this guy, given that he was under-recruited, he's wearing number 36 in honor of a fallen Bruin, and now he is absolutely winning over our hearts with his strong play. That was the second touchdown of the day for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and when the Pac-12 networks, they interviewed Ethan after the game. They obviously asked him about the significance and the meaning of getting that first career touchdown. But then Ethan was asked about how he would surmise this journey from start to finish. And now he's a senior. He still has some achieving to do. But how would you put into words just how you've made it this far? And he said, you know, there's this mindset now at UCLA and it's how can you use every single day and maximize every single day to get better? But then he also said, with that said, it's all about how can you not let doubt creep in? And that was something that he made very clear is that as my eligibility was being, you know, it was it was wearing thin, I was getting older And I was wondering if I'd ever make it onto the field or if I was going to make it on the field that I'd actually play a factor in the offense. And his patience is paying off and never did he doubt himself because if he did, who knows where he would be. But since he stayed with the course, he was rewarded with playing time and he is making the most of it. And as Wayne Cook pointed out yesterday during the Bruin Insider show, you know, there's so many players that in the whole recruiting process from high school to college that they get underlooked and that they're basically as good as, you know, your three, your four, your five star guys. It's just something that maybe they didn't measure well on a 40 time or they did not they did not show up to camp. So it's just there's a a batch of guys who are are as good or have the potential to be as good as your highly recruited players, they just kind of go under the radar. But if you nurture them the right way and you coach them up the right way, that they can affect your ball club in a big way. And I think we're seeing that for Ethan Fernia. We want to go back to basketball after this because with Long Beach State coming to town today, there are several different storylines and themes that I want you to key in on when you watch this game. But first, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to getroman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. All right, so tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific, the Bruins are having their season opener, their basketball team against Long Beach State. And obviously... Extra significance for this game because it's going to be Mick Cronin's first ball game as the head coach for UCLA. He said he's going to have family coming in from out of town to be at Poly Pavilion. Hope you can make it out there as well. Obviously, there's tons of mediums to follow it from... TV broadcast, to to radio, and of course we'll have all the coverage for you here on Lock On Bruins and then also on the Bruin Insider Show, which I do on Tuesdays with the guys. So Tuesday, next Tuesday, we're going to have a lot to talk about as far as Bruin football and Bruin basketball. But as we start to glean and observe different storylines that really are going to shape this team this year. Obviously, there's a lot about this basketball team that's going to be evolving, and I think that you can't not deny that that's going to happen when it comes to the starting lineup. You know, when you looked at the exhibition game from last week, you had a different starting lineup in both halves. So, again it, there's a lot of experimenting going on right now a lot of different testing guys and seeing how they work with their teammates and, and and if one group meshes better with another and 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 you really can't figure all that out until game experience right I mean that's what coach Cronin has said it's an obvious statement I'm not you know saying anything that's scientific to say the least but keep an eye on who starts and how they mesh. I also want you to keep an eye on who's going to be the backup point guard. Because what we saw from the exhibition game was that Tiger Campbell as the one, he was phenomenal. But when he took a break and went to the bench, there was a significant drop-off in the offense coordinating itself, finding a, a chemistry, and like My co-host Nick Cope said on the Bruin Insider Show there was some stagnation offensively. And so who's going to step up? Is it going to be Prince Ali? The problem is we don't even know if he's going to play. Ali had a, a sprained ankle, which he had in the exhibition game last week. And Mick Cronin wasn't going to say he wasn't going to play. So there was a little bit of indecision And it could be a game-time decision. Obviously, it depends upon if Prince Ali was able to practice yesterday and Monday. And Cronin has said, kind of a hallmark to his coaching, is that you're going to play if you practice. He's not a big fan of guys sitting out practices and all of a sudden, oh, I'm ready to play, coach. He wants to see how they do in practice before games. Other things to consider when you are taking in this game, Chris Smith... How is he going to look as he finds his offensive identity? Is he going to be comfortable stepping out and hitting that long-range jump shot? I would love to see a lot of Chris Smith in the fast break. I think if you can leak out the Bruins in transition, that you're going to lead this game by a large margin. And we might even see a blowout by halftime. Also, the on-ball defense. I'm very fascinated to see how Mick Cronin is retooling that. And revitalizing that for UCLA, the the communication from the the guys defensively on the back end are guys talking? Are they vocal? That's what you want to see. You don't want to see indifference out there and, and guys assuming that their teammates know what they're doing. Always talk, even if it's you'd rather have more talking out there defensively than not enough, right? And then the, the, the deflections. Are we going to see at least forty deflections? I think that if there's any stat that means the most to Mick and it's the fact that if they can get deflections they're going to win this game in fact he has a stat out that if you get at least 40 deflections in a game that you are 95% a chance to win the game and he's done some research on that and and so that's a number to to a milestone marker that they want to surpass and then finally the rebounding battle and look, UCLA, while they lost their top three scores from a season ago, they've got a lot of guys back who know how to grab boards. And they've had several different players with at least 10 rebounds in a game. From last year, you had Jalen Hill. He had five 10-plus rebound rebound games a season ago. Cody Riley had two. Alex Olashinsky had one. Chris Smith had one. And when you hear Dan Monson earlier say that he's really concerned about his team's ability to box out and rebound. This is an area in this game where the Bruins have to absolutely throttle Long Beach State. You've got to get to balls and eliminate second chance opportunities. And with the length and the added athleticism for the Bruins, I think that that will not be too big of a problem. Again, tip-off is at 8 p.m. tonight at Poly Pavilion. Get out to the game. Support the guys. Support Mick Cronin as he begins a new era and hopefully a dynasty here in Westwood. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Brian Fenley.